And welcome back to another episode of M365 Voice. Um, I'm Antonio Maya. I am Mike Marwani. And today we're going to be talking about working from home. Um, as many people have experienced in the last few weeks, we are all being affected somehow by the current health crisis with coronavirus and COVID-19. Certainly, it's a very serious situation. And many of us, if we haven't been ordered to, um, have chosen to at least. But, um, you know, most of us now are working outside of our normal office environments. We're working from home. We're working from places where we're self-isolating. And we are very likely in a working environment that's different than what we're used to. Um, myself, I've been a consultant with a consulting firm for... Um, well, going on um, six years now, so since about 2014. Uh, Mike, you've been a consultant for a long time, but I think working from home, uh, you haven't done that for a little while. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, the last time I was working from home was about four years ago. So again, as a consultant, sometimes you have the leverage to work from home and sometimes you are with clients that will ask you to be on site and for the past few years i have been on site with different clients so although i have done the work from home before uh, way before we had more uh, collaboration technologies um, it's a little bit different this time so yes i i say i'm kind of getting used to it still after four years of not working from home okay um, so today, with today's episode, we thought we would share with you a little bit of our experiences with working from home, um, some of the technologies that we use, uh, some of the strategies that we use, and some of the things that we've found important to make us effective in working from home. Um, so, for example, myself, I find that it's really important that when I work from home, that I, I get up, I get myself ready, and I, um, you know, I, I get myself cleaned up and ready to go to work as if I'm going to an office. Even though I'm just walking across the house and I'm working in my home office, it's important that I get up, I clean myself up, and I prepare myself as if I'm going out to work. Now, today I'm a little more casual than, than I would be if I went to an office. Um, but, you know, making sure that you, you, um, you're in a state that you would be if you were in an office. At least from a mental perspective, I find it really helps me to focus. Um, how about yourself, yeah. Mike? Exactly the same way, even though uh, this is uh, new to me kind of thing, but I, I, I'm following the same probably principles that you have. I get up I, and I shower and I go to bed early so I can get up early and have my usual breakfast yep. and uh, shower and dress depends on my day. Sometimes I am casual or if I have video calls and meetings with clients, I dress up like I am in an office. I will be presentable. So it's not, uh, I, I don't take advantage of being at home that I can um, sleep in or not follow the uh, work from, from the client side rules kind of thing. Yeah, and I think you brought up a good point, right? Getting up and making sure you have breakfast, right. making sure you do an exercise routine, um, following a kind of a standard routine that you would so that you can be effective when you are at work, even if work is just on the other side of the house. Um, you know, I do not find it works for me if I was to sleep in, like you mentioned, get up late and work in my pajamas. I just, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't exactly. focus. I feel yucky. Uh, it's just not a good way to be productive. Um, what are some of the other things that you do, Mike? Uh, so 
I'm, I'm trying to put a schedule for myself. So have have the regular breaks, have my morning calls with, with the clients um, and then get on with them and do a video call, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. So that way we are still seeing each other. We feel like somehow still connected face to face. Then I do my regular breaks, my lunch break and uh, move on with, with my day. Uh, the only thing I have noticed that I'm putting a lot more hours actually than than usual. Kind of, kind of have I have that feeling that if I talk to the kids, uh, do something with them, um, or get up and watch the twelve o'clock news kind of thing, uh, I feel that oh I'm not putting the amount of hours I'm supposed to be, uh, but it turns out that I'm putting a lot more. Uh, yeah. So working from home has that feel that uh, you, you do a little bit more hours than usually you do it from the on-site work. That's right. It's hard to stick to like a, uh, not that I've ever done this, but it's hard to stick to like a nine to five schedule, right? Because you don't have that, I need to leave home and go to the office. Exactly. I need to leave the office and go home, or I have to go pick up my kids. Um, at least not typically. Sometimes if you have young kids and you're working from home, you do still have to go pick up your kids. I remember having to do that. Uh, but yeah, you end up putting in a lot more hours. Um, and I think you touched on something interesting. So using your video, so turning on your video for calls uh, becomes really important um, to keep that visual connection with clients or with your coworkers. I find that when we just do calls, online calls where we don't have video, it's really easy for people to talk over each other, right? Because you don't have that visual cue of when someone's done talking. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's you you end up apologizing all the time. Oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, no, I was done. No, you go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. You get a lot of that when you don't have the video. So the visual cues help, and it also helps keep a stronger connection with your coworkers or um, uh, uh, you know your clients. Um, yeah, I, find, I find though with with um, everyone now working from home, internet connections are getting a little bit. Um, are getting a little bit uh, uh, not as stable as they used to be. I find that a lot of the bandwidth is being taken up by everybody being at home or right now with the kids at home watching Netflix or Amazon Prime uh, using up some of the bandwidth. So sometimes, although the video is really beneficial, um, sometimes it is worth turning it off in order to save bandwidth. That way at least you can have the, right. the communication. I, I don't know if you've run into the same situation, well, Mike. We, we have, and what I recommended is if you want to speak, then turn on the video so we can see that, or whoever is speaking has a video on, we'll see that someone else is coming on on video, that that person is going to speak and give that uh, the opportunity for the other one uh, to speak up. But yeah, to, to your point, really, uh, if, if you are running into performance issues, just turn off the video and turn it back on when you want to speak up. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of calls drop and I've had to rejoin. So being a little bit more patient with calls. Um, We both work on um, the Microsoft platform heavily. Um, So we both use Microsoft Teams. And personally, I have found Microsoft Teams to be really, really useful in this situation because it does allow me to do online meetings and video calls and um, as well as chat as well as managing files and interaction or integration with applications all within one interface. how about yourself? How have you found working in Teams recently? Oh, it's, it's awesome because one, we're not getting, we I haven't seen any performance issues with Teams compared to the reports I've read. 
and and the feedback I've gotten from others who are not on Microsoft Teams. There are other platforms that are not offering the same, uh, that are having performance challenges and not offering the same collaboration capabilities that Teams have. I can work with you. I am right now uh, talking to you. I can go and open up an actual file and I can uh, work with it. And I can see that Ontario has frozen on me. So um, we were talking about this internet challenge. Uh, so he will be back probably, and maybe he is listening to me. So those are the challenges that Antonio was, was talking about, that the internet bandwidth in some areas uh, have been uh, challenged by the amount of, 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 of workload it has been on it. So we'll wait until Antonio is back. Here you are. Hey there. I'm back. Are we still recording? We are still recording. All right. Um, so yeah, and Mike, I think I heard you there talking about how my video had frozen. I'm back. That is exactly one of the challenges that uh, I talked about where internet seems to go up and down depending on what's happening, whether it's other people that are using it heavily or you know other people in my family are taking up the bandwidth, but you just have to be a little bit patient with it sometimes. Yeah, that is what it is. We are all in the same situation. Yeah. We were talking about, about Teams and how the tool is really helping us work together, regardless if we are at home or or not, from the, the video chats or the collaborating on the same document uh, or working together in the one interface that really is helping a lot of companies achieve more from home. Yeah, um, and like a great example I thought of there is just a moment ago before we started this recording, you and I were working on a document together um, where we both had the document open separately and the document stored in Teams. And we were also on a video call. So we we're able to talk and see each other, but at the same time make edits to the document all through the same interface, which was fabulous, right? It's it's like we're sitting beside each other, exactly. each with a document open on our computer or working on the same document. So that, that part, it feels very natural and it's really easy to do within Teams. So I think that, that refinement of the inter interface makes it really easy for people to get to those tools and use that. Yeah, very true. And um, since everyone is working from home, it is now accepted somehow and somewhat to have like your kids walking in on you if you are working with with your colleagues and it's not it's not a formal meeting with the clients. If they walk in or they interrupt you, it's okay. Kind of it's kind of acceptable based on what you do. If if you are uh, for me, if I'm, I'm doing a meeting with a client and I really want that privacy. Uh, what I do is I, I turn on the blur my background in right. Teams where it is an actual a good way to kind of so I'm going to turn it on right now and all you see is myself you don't see any of the background behind me so uh, if you have little kids running around um, you can turn that on and then you won't be able to see them and you have it on right now as well yep. yeah we both have it on which it actually works quite good um, we have seen some people that we work with at Microsoft now have the ability to put in a custom background behind you uh, as if you're working at the beach or you're working in, let's say, an office, um, which is kind of neat. So I'm looking forward to that feature coming out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You can have your own pictures. You can upload your own pictures if you want to, to be as a custom background, which is pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other feature that I really like, especially if you are in a, um, let's say, a noisy area or an area with people in the background, is to turn on the live captions feature. Um, now, live captions is still a preview feature, um, and here we go. Mine is coming up. 
with okay. live captions, it'll actually take what you're saying and turn it into text captions and show them on screen. That way, if you're in a noisy place and you're not able to necessarily hear the other people really well, you can actually still read what people are saying, um, which is super useful in those cases. Like, And it works remarkably well. Well, I love this feature, especially if you are a, an international company or if you're dealing with with companies that are with, with, with people that English is not the native language. Uh, sometimes uh, I know some people, if they are not looking at the person while that person is talking, it's very hard to actually follow the conversation. Yeah. So having that live caption and the ability to read is very, very helpful to make sure that they understand what the other person is saying. Exactly. Exactly. So those are two um, really useful features within Teams for when you want to communicate and work with other people. Um, myself, you can have growth as well. So go ahead. Oh, what were you saying? No, you go ahead. Uh, I was gonna. I'm saying that you can have meeting notes as well, so you can start taking notes, and it will it will save that into your meeting afterwards. So it's a lot of cool features that will allow you to work closer to each other, even though you are you are far apart. That's right. That's right. Um, myself and another colleague, we're gearing up to do three uh, full days of training next week for a client. Uh, we were supposed to fly to the other side of the country and um, give that training in person with their team. Um, their team is now all working remote. We're working remote. Uh, we just had a call a couple of hours ago just to validate that their connections work well, that we're able to see each other, um, that the team's meeting works for that, that training session, and it does. So, um, you know, although I think we trust teams a lot, especially with video chat and calls and, and communication, uh, when you do have big training events that you're going to run, it is worth um, running a test session, as we just did, to make sure that everybody can connect and Absolutely. everybody can get a good experience. Um, and that's a good practice, whether you do as a, as a Teams meeting or not. Uh, usually, yes, there's an extra step of communication that's that you have to do, but we, we've all been doing consulting for a long time and do implementations. Whatever you are preparing for a presentation or uh, or a training, you just have to go and prepare it for to make sure that everything works fine. So include that um, video chat or uh, live meeting uh, testing as part of your uh, routine right now until we go over this this hurdle and go back to face to face. Exactly. Exactly. No, that's helpful. We're um, uh, trying to set things up so that the client experiences as little disruption as possible. So we're trying to make sure that when we deliver our training, both myself and my colleague, we are in uh, you know a professional setting. That although we have the blur feature, that we have you know a home office, um, so that it feels like we're still in the room with the client, but we're going to be remote. Um, they have people connecting from a number of different locations since they're all working from home as well. So we'll see how that goes. But so are you, in to. that case, are you keeping the number of attendees the same as, as it was in person? Sometimes you only do a training, you have to have like, usually you set a maximum of eight to 10 people per a training session. Are you switching to a, to a Teams meeting? Are you keeping the same number of people? So in this case, we are because it's a fairly technical training session over three days. So we were expecting to have about 12 people, I think, in the room, and it'll probably be about 12 people that are connecting for that. Okay. Um, however, before the training session, we're actually 
uh, and we'll see how this part goes. Before the training session, we're actually presenting a final report to the client. And there they expect to have somewhere between 20 and 30 people attend that all remotely. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Good luck with that. Thank you. <laughs> um, what else? One thing I did change is my 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 facial facial yeah yes um i just wanted to test how it looks like i have never had any any beard before so ever since i teenage years and i shaved and i kept shaving so yeah is your wife letting you keep that well yeah she's she's uh, she's fine with it she okay uh, with it so i'm discovering that our phases to it so there is the dirty phase yes <laughs> there is the dirty and itchy phase that's the that's the phase i am in right now <laughs> uh, okay uh, but yeah i don't know i don't like it you know, i don't think it's gonna stay no <laughs> but that's uh, one of the things that working from home is you get to do whatever you want sometimes. yeah well i've seen a lot of people do that recently actually even like my boss who's fairly high up in our company uh has not been shaving lately so we're like what what is that uh, so it's kind of funny, but yeah. Um, the other thing we've seen a lot of events get, um, that you and I, we travel and we speak at a lot of events, right? We've seen mm -hmm. a lot of upcoming events either get canceled or get postponed or get turned into online events. Yes, um, last week we saw the MVP summit turned into an online event. Um, it was all broadcast through teams and it actually worked remarkably well. Um, you know, a big part of MVP Summit is being in person with people and having that connection and networking. That didn't happen as much, but there were people that um, just impromptu stood up a, a Teams meeting and just told anyone to join who wanted to join. You know, join us. We'll just chat and just hang out while, you know, we're working or doing other stuff. And a bunch yeah. of people participated in those. So those are great. Um, I've seen other people at work do kind of like a virtual hangout where, um, you know, I'm just going to be sitting here working. I'm going to have a Teams meeting open on a monitor over here. Um, join in and we can just chat while we're working away on our computer. Um, that can work well as well to help keep a connection between people. Um, we saw the SharePoint conference get postponed, I think, till next year. Yeah, it's, it's until next March, I think. So, yeah, a lot of conferences, even the, the North American Collab Summit, even yep. though it has been postponed until September, they're just doing a one day of, of online uh, online sessions for yep. some of the speakers that are still willing to do the online ones. So mm -hmm. everything is switching to either online or being postponed. But yes, again, to your point, um, yeah, keep doing the social, social interaction. Uh, it doesn't mean that it has to be face-to-face -face through the teams or other, other means of social social networks uh, keep that connection don't don't yeah. keep yourself isolated from the world yeah we've seen a number of the sharepoint saturdays you typically go to get postponed or canceled um sharepoint um sharepoint saturday twin city so actually this one here i'm actually wearing the jacket um i think got postponed um yeah. canceled right now they do twice a year which is too bad that's one of my favorites uh, yeah. another one of my favorites sharepoint saturday new york um also got postponed and that's uh, that's in July. That's in July, yeah, yeah. I that's I think that was a good call, especially for for them because it's one of the biggest. Uh, that's right. Saturday, uh, but I guess it's going to be a very busy fall. Yeah, hoping everything will be gone by then. Uh, yeah. 
that would be back to our normal lives, but it will be a very busy fall for conferences and shape on Saturdays. I don't know how we're going to keep up with that. Exactly. We've also got Microsoft Ignite uh, yeah, yeah. in the fall. You got Microsoft with uh, Teams Airlift as well, the, the Teams, right. uh, Teams Summit that is happening in October as well. Yeah. Uh, European yeah. Shape Conference is happening in November, so it's a yeah. lot of conferences in the fall. Have they announced what's happening with Build? Oh, Build has gone into to virtual as well. Has it gone virtual? Okay, I didn't know if it got canceled or went virtual. It's virtual as well. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of that. Um, the ones that are switching to Teams, that's that's a lot of work. I was amazed how quick Microsoft was able to take, you know, a lot of sessions that they throw at us for a week. And within, I think, a week and a half, two weeks, switch it all to online. Um, it was so very was, well organized. It was, you know, despite some of the challenges that we might have had attending some um, or understanding which ones were happening when, um, it worked remarkably well. Um, I know a lot of people that attended. Yeah, and having a dedicated moderator to each of the session helped a lot. And we followed the rules. Um, always there's hiccups in any in any event. There are always hiccups if you attend an event in person. That's but right. overall, it was a great success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, any, any last thoughts you'd share, Mike? Just uh, keep your routine, exercise. Don't sit on the chair all day long. You're going to have to move. Uh, same thing you do in an office when you go and you talk to someone. Uh, keep, keep, keep moving. Uh, yeah. Either if you can go outside to your backyard or just have a, a run or a walk or exercise at home. Um, you just have to keep that routine of uh, burning some calories rather than just sitting down and working. Yeah, and I would repeat the point that you made of stay connected with people, um, reach out to people, try not to get isolated. Um, you know, this whole situation is stressful enough as it is, and just making connections with people to find out how they're doing uh, makes a big difference in how you feel about the whole situation. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we just will sign off by saying everyone stay healthy. Um, you know, everyone keep communicating, keep collaborating, working, try Microsoft Teams if you don't have it yet. And um, hopefully some of the tips here were helpful. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us. And we'll look forward to having you again on the next episode. Thanks, everyone. Stay healthy.